Welcome to the Career Fluencer Podcast. This is Daniel Rehermanjato. I'm a product development engineer based out of Carrollton, Texas. If you're looking at your work, you know, maybe maybe it's repetitive, maybe it's in the most fun. Being able to tie some intrinsic belief or value system to what you're doing can kind of quickly help you remember what you're doing and why you're doing it. This is how it impacts me as a person. This is how it's helping me grow. This is how it's helping me contribute back. Growing up, I was very interested in understanding how things work. Um, I was sort of very particular about certain things. Attention to detail was pretty important to me. As a kid, really liked to build things and mess around with whatever they could in the garage. So riding bicycles, motorcycles, uh, getting outside, all these things kind of require you to, to work on something or build something or create something in a sense. And I had a lot of friends that liked to do things on the weekends and stuff like that. But I had a, an older truck that I had bought in, in high school. Uh, oftentimes, I found myself working like late in the afternoons, evenings, and sometimes on the weekends, um, trying to get this thing back running and was really kind of focused on rebuilding it to back to normal operating condition. Um, yeah, so my interest in building and creating things started off in like simple mechanics and stuff like cars, motorcycles, and whatnot, thinking about where I wanted to go to school, what I wanted to study. So I knew mechanical engineering was something I wanted to get into. Um, but as I grew older, I was looking more towards kind of a, a bigger impact that I could have on the planet and, and with people in general. I was reading about energy and the impact energy has on the planet. I think it's really interesting how it, you know we consume energy every day. It influences every part of our life. Um, a lot of the traditional ways that we get energy are very archaic. We've been using them for a very long time. You know, even just running a laptop during the daytime, you're you're, you're pulling electricity from multiple sources but i guarantee you one or two of those is running from fossil fuels so and i mean this is kind of going into the science of it and whether or not people's perspectives align with with mine but um generally it's not a good reliable energy source and so you know i was doing some general reading about alternative energy programs and that really piqued my interest i knew i like to work with my hands and understand how mechanical systems work but I didn't necessarily want to just fix things. I kind of wanted to be on the front end and understand how to design things uh, and conceptualize them and then bring them kind of into, into the real world. If you find yourself curious about a lot of things and how things work uh, and are very interested in working with you know your hands as well as, as your mind, um, then I think mechanical engineering is a good, a good field to go into. You know, I took my, my personal interests of understanding things, mechanical engineering, and coupled them with that, that passion, that, uh, that want to contribute back, help design things that will better human lives, uh, better the planet. Worked on research papers and things of that nature, but I kind of pinpointed it down to the thermal sciences, which are sort of my focus. I uh, ended up, you know, working in a research lab in an alternative energy lab in college and that kind of furthered my interests and in graduate school I focused even more on sort of the thermal science you know subject and that fits really well within alternative energy systems uh, or energy in general so you know whether you're working in a solar array 
for you know solar panels, trying to optimize those, or whether you're working on like what I do now, optimizing AC systems, making higher efficiency performance numbers come out of these, you know, this technology, really anything. I mean, a lot of the energy in- industries are evolving right now. When you're in school and you're learning to be an engineer, uh, you're taught a bunch of fundamentals, um, things and in- based on physics and things of that nature. So very, you know, objective core laws and equations, things of that nature. So, you know, you're, you, have a, you have a good toolbox once you're done with, with college and you go into the real world and you realize you don't just need a toolbox of objective, you know, tools. You need some, some soft skills and some uh, a bit of charisma to get things across the table because it's not just going to take equations to, to get things done. There, there is an overlying kind of code of ethics and morals that not only companies have, but, you know, engineers in, in general, um, because since we, we do have sort of a, a significant impact on how things turn out, when you work for a company, it's a lot of the time it's about the cost of, of making something, right? So uh, there's a bit of a push and pull in that situation. I think, you know, as far as our influence goes and trying to keep that in line with how how we see things can be difficult at times companies are definitely interested in you know making improvements and and having higher efficiency products and being competitive in the market um but it's also about the cost and how much you know they can bring in revenue or profit from this specific thing that you're you're building if your goals line up to what their goals are you 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 know there's pretty much no issue right you you figure out what you need to get done you get that deliverable on the table and you say, here, I got it. This is what we talked about. Um, but if, if they're asking you to do something that is within a range or can vary slightly and you have a preference of how you feel it should be, and maybe they do, uh, and they're there to talk with you about it, you know, to see which one is the best for this situation, then that's when you can get creative and you can take these objective tools that you have and say, this is the information that I've brought to the table, and this is why I think it's important. I'm not sure where I got this from, but I, someone once told me, work every day towards something you want. If there's something you want, something or some place you want to be, you know, a physical location you want to be, whatever that is, if you, if you desire something, if you want something, work towards it every day. Keep yourself inspired, keep yourself motivated, and then move towards it every day. Some days are, you know, not as easy. Some days you're just feeling like, I'm going to sit on the couch and do nothing. Burnout, I think, is found in every industry, every position. And I think one of the easiest cures for burnout is work-life balance. And I think it's just as important to have work goals as you do life goals. Uh, When I mean life goals, I, I don't mean like traditional cultural life goals that, you know, people like to to set on everyone. Uh, I'm talking more about your own personal goals as far as growth goes and your hobbies. If you have interests, things you like to do in general, at the core of it, it's fulfilling those curiosities that you've had that, you know, make you happy, that challenge you, things of that nature.